Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. Happy Monday. I hope the weekend treated you well. And I want to ask you, when you were talking to girls this weekend, if you were talking to girls this weekend, did you show them that you don't give two living shits about what they think about you? Or were you trying real hard, trying to impress them, bragging about all the accomplishments you've made, trying to work in all those great things about you? Which there are many, bro. There's many. But when you try to do that, and I know some of you did, They just lose attraction for you. Why is that? Well, we're going to talk about that today. If you've been listening for a long time, go ahead and smack yourself on the ass, brother. You are a goddamn champion of the highest degree. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. My name is Mark Singh. I am an NLP dating coach, yada, yada, yada. You guys have heard it a million times, and I guarantee you, if you just listen to one more episode of this bad Jackson, I'll definitely advertise what I do. So let's skip all that bullshit today. What do you guys say? However... There is one thing I do want to advertise, and that is Spotify. Spotify has been hooking me up with so many goddamn coaching applications. I don't even know what to say, man. They have 30% share of the podcast market, yet it seems like lately they're bringing me probably like 75% of my clients. So if you're on Spotify, you have made a good decision, and I want to give a little plug for Spotify, although... I'm not related to them in any way whatsoever. They certainly are not paying me for this plug, but I want to do it for them because they've been bringing me a lot of amazing clients just like you listening. So go to Spotify. It is an absolutely spectacular app. You can download it, listen to music, create playlists, listen to podcasts like this one. And I actually have a bunch of playlists on there. If you search under Mark Singh, S-I-N-G, I have a playlist called Mark's Lift Heavy Ass Weights. I have a meditation playlist. I have a feel-good music playlist. I have all kinds of playlists on there. It'd be awesome if you guys follow that and kind of listen to that soundtrack that goes in my life and hopefully in your life too, and we'll be listening to the same music together. So Spotify is where you want to consume all your music, but legit, I do recommend it. I listen to it all the time, and I really think it is a great app, so please use it. All right, boys, today we are going to talk about how to show women that you don't give two shits about what they think about you, which ironically is one of the best ways to get them attracted to you. Why is that? Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever had a friend who was a girl who got attracted to you? Maybe she looked like a canyon mule, a land slug, a sea donkey, a mountain troll, and you just weren't into it. So you put her in the friend zone, and frankly, you didn't give a shit what she thought about you. You did certain things in front of her that telegraphed. You didn't care what she thought of you, and what happened? She got attracted to you. Why is it that the girls we're not attracted to seem to get attracted to us, and the ones who we really want don't get attracted to us, unless, of course, you have that certain skill set? Well, the reason, partially, is because when you don't give a shit what they think of you, You act completely naturally. You're not trying to sell yourself to them. You are, in essence, acting high value. High value means you have a higher value than she does in the social interaction. So when we're talking to women and we telegraph that she has a higher value than we do in the social interaction, by doing things like trying to sell ourselves to her, being uncomfortable talking to her and telegraphing that in our body language, trying to brag, trying to basically earn her favor, she will lose attraction for us because that is low value. 
So what we want to do when we are talking to a girl who we're attracted to is to actually show her through certain techniques that we don't give a shit what she thinks of us. Of course we do, but we almost want to pretend that we don't. And I'm going to give you guys 10 ways to do that. All right, before I give you guys these 10 things, I want to give you guys a little bit of a warning. You can go too far with these things and there's always balance. Now, this goes back to my with itness episode that I recorded two Thursdays ago. It's the number one most unattractive thing that guys do, and it's called with itness. You have to basically have a balance between showing her that you don't give a shit and basically being crude, rude, and disgusting. You don't want to show her that you don't care about certain things like your hygiene, your body fat what you're doing in life and your accomplishments, but instead you wanna show her that you care about your life, you're super pinned, you run a tight battleship, you're launching a fusillade of championhood off the starboard bow, but you don't care if she sees it or not and you don't care about her opinion of you. That's the most important thing. So I'm gonna tell you guys some things here that for all intents and purposes seem like you're just being a crude, rude son of a bitch, but in fact, it's simply to communicate that you don't care what she thinks. Now, if you go up to a girl and tell her, hey, listen, I don't care what you think of me, it really won't have the same impact as if you show it. That's why I always say in my coaching, show, don't tell. Show that you're a champion. Show that you're ambitious. Show that you don't give a shit what she thinks of you and then she will get attracted to you. But if you tell her what a champion you are, how ambitious you are, how successful you are, and that you don't care what she thinks of you, she will not get attracted to you. Because basically telling her, what does that do? That telegraphs that you do care. So it's almost sub-communicating the opposite of what you're trying to tell her, and that's why it doesn't work. Okay, so the first thing, and I'll do this all the time when I'm talking to girls, is I'll kind of grab onto my fat a little bit and be like, damn, dude, I like how, like how I'm getting a little bit chubby lately. It's keeping me warm during these cold winter months. Or I like how I'm getting a lot of fat in my butt. I'm getting this badonkadonk butt so that when I sit down, it's the most comfortable thing ever. It's like having a pad with me everywhere I go, and it's always comfortable. Okay, so by telling her that you're gaining a little bit of fat and it's keeping you warm, or you're getting that McDonald's provided badonkadonk butt and you really like it, that shows her that you don't give a shit what she thinks. Okay, another thing I often do, and God, I do this all the time, is talk about why I wouldn't be good for her in the way of sexuality. So the second thing I do is I tell her that I have an angry inch that the penis I'm packing really ain't anything to write home about and she better not hook up with me because she would be extremely disappointed. Now, of course, going back to with itness, she knows I'm being sarcastic. And frankly, if you are packing a small junk, maybe you wouldn't talk about it, but maybe you would. You might be able to make this work for you. But essentially what I'm saying is, look, I'm not trying to impress you. I'm straight joking about how I have an angry inch and that shows I don't give a shit what you think. And I'll even take my thumb and I'll kind of like jab her in the arm with it and be like, watch out, the angry inch is gonna get you and it totally cracks them up. Quick side note, when it comes to penis size, I just saw this weird documentary about Rome and their history. And you know how all Roman statues have like super small penises on their statues? Well, in Roman times, they actually considered having a small penis to be a virtue because they understood that blood had to go down to the penis. And if you had a big penis, it took more blood away from the brain and you weren't that smart. So back in Roman times, if you were hung like a donkey, People would think you were stupid and it was less attractive to women. Can you believe that shit? So society often dictates what it is that we think is attractive, what it is we get insecure about. 
But for those of you guys listening who are a little bit insecure about your package, just think about that. If you were alive in the Roman times, you would actually be more attractive because you have a smaller penis. I find that so interesting how society can dictate such massive things that give you guys such hangups and such insecurities. If you were just born 2000 years ago in Italy, you wouldn't have that insecurity. You'd feel really proud about your angry inch. All right, on that note, I also tell women that I'm a bad kisser. I always say this in the podcast, but I tease about how I do the helicopter tongue maneuver, the jackhammer tongue maneuver. I like to collide with teeth and basically bite her tongue and kissing me is the worst thing ever. So oftentimes when they're like, so why don't you have a girlfriend? I'll jokingly say it's because I'm a bad kisser. Yeah, I do the helicopter tongue maneuver. I spin it super fast. Then I do the jackhammer for like at least 20 pumps. For some reason, Kelly, they never like it and they always break up with me. Now she knows, and again, this goes back to withiness. She knows that you're joking. She knows that by you creating self-deprecating humor in the situation, you are essentially telegraphing to her that you don't give a shit what she thinks, and that is what's extremely attractive. See, in seduction, it's always about the sub-communication, the communication below the communication. So when you guys go up to a woman and you try to brag about how you're a dentist, you're a lawyer, you own a Ferrari, or whatever awesome things you do, maybe you're wearing like a super tight shirt to show off your biceps and chest, it telegraphs to her that you care what she thinks, and essentially you don't think you're enough, just you standing there, just you in the conversation. Since this guy doesn't think he's enough, I am not attracted to him because he has to prove himself to me. Chicks hate when you try to prove yourself to them because what's sub-communicated is, again, that you don't think you're enough. However, when you say, oh, I like how I'm getting a little bit fat, that shows that you do think you're enough. In addition to this, and this is tip number four, is blow your nose in front of her. How many of you guys would ever think to blow your nose in front of a woman on a date in a first conversation? And just imagine the hottest girl you could possibly think of right now standing in front of you. Every single guy listening would be like, oh, bro, I would never blow my nose in front of her. You should, because a girl like that is so not used to guys not giving a shit about what she thinks of them that she's probably gonna think you're gay because it's so goddamn rare. And I'm joking when I say she's gonna think you're gay, but that's literally the only kind of guy that doesn't give a shit about what she thinks, except for you. And then what happens? She's gonna wanna sleep with you. If you see a retardedly hot girl with a guy, which I actually saw today at the gym, I was super proud of this guy, almost wanted to go up to him and be like, good job, bro, because he wasn't anything to write home about. I saw him and I immediately knew he telegraphed to her, sub-communicated, that he didn't give a shit what she thought. He controlled the frame, he made her laugh, he gave her a good experience. Now he's like a seven, he's with a solid nine at the gym. I know this guy has a very high sense of self-worth and he sub-communicates that he doesn't care what she thinks. Listen, chick, if you don't like it, beat it. I'll get the next girl that comes around. No big deal. And that's what's communicated when you do things like blow your nose in front of her, Number five would be like sneezing in front of her and just like blowing your nose right after and being like, damn, I wish I was a little bit fatter so I didn't get so cold and get these sneezes. That communicates you don't care. Now, going back to that balance thing I was talking about, that with itness thing I was talking about, you don't wanna like launch a snot rocket onto her shirt or like sneeze in her face and basically be unkept and look like a homeless man that just came off the street. See, there's a balance to it. You wanna be dialed in, have good style, have lots of chicks with you, be funny, show her that you're ambitious through your stories, show her that you're a go-getter, and then sneeze in front of her. 
and be like, ah, oh, damn, these allergies, man, they're really taking me out. If I launch a snot rocket onto your shoe, you just let me know, I'll clean it up, right? That kind of thing. Because she's like, what the fuck? Like, this guy doesn't care. Look how hot I am. Look how high value I am. Yet he's blowing his nose in front of me. Oh my God, he doesn't care. And then she gets more attracted to it. Another thing I'll do, and I got this from my childhood best friend, Ira, is he would get on the phone with tens, man, like bonafide tens. And this is where I learned a lot of this stuff from. And he would be closing up the conversation, always on a high note. I have to remind you of that. Always on a high note, you close the conversation when she wants more, right? Well, he'd be closing the conversation. He's like, listen, I got to get going. I got to jump in the shower and wash my ass. Yeah, take it easy. And he'd hang up, okay? So that communicates, chick, I don't fucking care. I'm going to joke about it. And because I think it's funny, I'm going to say it. And he'd literally say that. And back in the day, I'd be like, dude, what are you doing, man? You're going to blow yourself out. He'd be like, relax, man. You don't understand how this works. I'm showing her I don't give a shit what she thinks of me. And that's why she's going to get more attracted to me. So I started doing that myself, as well as some of the other things I'm talking about. And then what happens? I get insanely hot girls because an insanely hot girl is so not used to this, so not used to this kind of behavior that you don't give a shit what she thinks. And guys, I don't wanna be malicious towards women, but I just wanna give you a quick example of how powerful this is, okay? When I was a dog, when I was a player, when I was out there really just trying to get my dick wet every day I could, I would do some pretty douchey things. And this is one of the things I did just because I wanted to see if I could do it, okay? I had this 10, like real 10, completely in love with me. Okay, I was dating other girls and she knew it. I was going out all the time. I was a fucking asshole and she knew that. I would literally call this girl at 2 a.m. just to see if I could do it. Call her at 2 a.m. and be like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm sleeping. You know, it's Thursday night. I got to work tomorrow. I would have her drive 45 minutes, which is how far her home was from me, get all her makeup on, come over, have sex with me, and then we'd be done at like 4 a.m. and then she'd have to get up at 7 to get up, go back to her house, get ready and go to work. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And how did I get there? It's partially because of this, showing her that I don't care. Don't care so much, in fact, that I was dating other girls. I would say things in front of her that no other guy would, because again, it subcommunicates that I'm so high value. I don't even need to try to get you, chick, even though you're a 10. How many guys has this girl run up against that were like that? I can tell you, zero. The whole of a donut, zero. Okay, and while I don't condone my behavior, in fact, I think I was a pretty big douche, it just goes to illustrate how important it is that you just don't care, that you're willing to do whatever. Now, again, the balance between being a champion and not caring has to be there. You can't look like a homeless man with an afro coming out of your nostril whose jeans will stand up all by themselves because they're so fucking dirty and you smell like a homeless man's armpit because you never take a shower. That's taking it too far. But it's those subtle things that are subcommunicated in your language and once in a while in your actions. Like, listen, I'll do maybe one to two of these things in the first conversation. You can go too far with it, but just sprinkle it in, bro. Just a little bit of salt and pepper on top of that pie and it really makes that difference. Okay, so what number was I on, like six or something? Anyway, we'll just start at six, okay? So six is texting her in a way that shows you don't care what she thinks. And this is so goddamn important. It really warrants its own podcast episode, but I'll drop a little bit of information here. You wanna make purposeful mistakes in your text, okay? Now, again, you don't wanna look like an idiot. You want your grammar to be generally pinned, but what I'll do is I'll forget to put spaces between words. 
I'll neglect to use commas. I'll maybe just do one quick run on sentence or I'll put two periods at the end after a space. I won't capitalize certain words that should be capitalized, showing that I rushed the text. When you rush a text, it shows you don't care. Okay, girls do this to guys all the time. I see my girlfriend's phones all the time. I see the kind of shit that they write and God knows I've been in tens of thousands of conversations with these chicks. The reason why some chicks seem like they're stupid is because they're just rushing through the text. What does it communicate when they're rushing through the text? That you're not important to them, bro. She doesn't fucking care. So she's rushing through it. That's what you wanna do with girls, but here's the most important tip. You want your text to be extremely deliberate. You wanna think about them. You wanna be a chess player who's thinking five steps ahead, but when you send it, it needs to look like it's rushed. So I'll say something super funny. I've thought about it for like 10 minutes or I've used it many times and I know it works. And then when I send it, it's like quickly written and maybe I'll accidentally put a couple spaces in there or I'll send like two texts quick in a row because I accidentally press enter and it's like halfway through the sentence or halfway through the word showing her that maybe I'm with somebody else, maybe I'm driving, maybe I'm about to go surfing and I'm like putting on my wetsuit and I'm just dropping a quick text and all that sub communicates that I don't care. Texting is an extremely important way to communicate that and also boys, and this is like tip number eight, I guess, is you wanna have your reply times to text be unpredictable. A lot of guys recommend like, oh, you should wait like three days, you should wait six hours, you should wait whatever they say. Don't be predictable in your reply times. Sometimes you reply immediately. Other times it takes eight hours. Other times it's two hours or 30 minutes. It depends on what you're doing. You wanna communicate that you have a high value life, you're not trying to get anything from her, you're not predictable, and you don't give a shit. If you were talking to four girls, and this goes back to my golden rule of seduction, what would I do if I was dating four girls? Would I be predictable in my reply times? Always replying just 10 minutes over the time that it took for her to reply to me? Or would I be random with it? Sometimes six hours, other times five minutes, other times immediately. Now, another thing I do is I base it off of her text and I use reward and punishment. If she's participating, if we're having fun, if I see this moving in a positive direction where attraction is concerned, I'll reply quicker. If she's being boring, giving me one word answers, I'll reply much longer, if at all. So those are a few tips when it comes to texting. Again, this really warrants its own episode. All right, on your first date, do you think you should spend lots of money? No! I usually get out for 10 to 20 bucks by taking her someplace cool, eclectic, has a good vibe, but like happy hour at the sushi place or tapas or just quick drinks. I'm not gonna spend a lot of money because I don't know this chick from Adam, man. I don't know who she is. I don't know if she's fun. Even if I've talked to her for a little while in the nightclubs, who the hell is she? So I'm spending 10 to 20 bucks. Again, you don't wanna take her to McDonald's, but you wanna show her, dude, I don't care what you think. You have to earn my dates. And if I have a Beamer or a Ferrari or a Porsche, I'll pick her up in it, but I never mentioned it because I'm not trying to impress her. And when I pick her up in it and she comments on it, I wouldn't comment on it, but if she commented on it, I'd be like, yeah, you know why you never want to date a guy with a BMW, right? And she's like, why? Because he's probably $400,000 in debt and he's going to drift it through the middle of an intersection and probably crash you guys because he wants to show off to you. Never date a guy with a BMW. Okay, and that's slightly self-deprecating to let her know, I don't care what you think. I'm not trying to impress you. So relax with assuming I'm trying to impress you because I picked you up in my car that I drive every single day. And then I'll take her to Tapas and the bill will be like 14 bucks and she knows this dude's not trying to impress me. Also, the way you dress, dress casually, but dress good. 
What I suggest is jeans, a t-shirt that fits good, maybe some boots, but you're not dressing up in a three-piece noose or even wearing a collared shirt, in my opinion, on a first date. Keep it pretty casual, and I'll even say, and this must be number nine or 15, I don't know where the hell I am, I always over-deliver though, so I know I'm giving you guys more than 10. What I'll always say is I'll refer to the date as a hangout. Hey, let's hang out, let's see if we get to know each other. I'll make it real short, real sweet, leave her on a high note, and of course, showing her the whole time, I don't care. This reminds me of a date I had once where we're eating and the girl pointed out to me that I had some food in my teeth. Now, the low value thing to do would be to get all embarrassed and be like, oh my God, and go run to the bathroom with your tail between your legs like a little bitch and then go clean it out and be like, is it gone yet? And she's like, yeah, it's gone. And you've essentially put her in the masculine role and you just look like a little punk. Instead, what I'll do is I'll play it up and I'll pretend it's what I wanted to do. I'll be like, oh yeah, the bean on my tooth, that's part of my style, girl. I, I thought that's why you liked me. In fact, usually I roll with the big ass Del Taco beef burrito bean right over my lateral incisor, but my cleaning lady accidentally threw out my bean collection, so I couldn't get it onto my lateral incisor today. Wait right here, I'll be right back. And then I go to the bathroom, clean it out, come back, completely don't even mention it and keep talking. That shows her that I'm not all embarrassed. She can't get into my frame. And if she has a bean on her tooth, I'm going to tell her about it. I'm going to be like, hey, you got a big old pinto on your tooth, you idiot. Go clean it out in the bathroom. I wouldn't say it like that, but I'd point it out to her immediately. And this shows that I don't care too, is asking girls why questions. Why, why'd you wear that? Why is your hair like that? Why do you have your nails so long? How do you even type with those things? It's showing her I'm not trying to earn her endearment. I don't give a shit and I'm straight gonna question you. Why are you doing that? I was talking to this girl last night at the nightclub and she said that she was into Supercross. I was like, yeah, I'm hella into Supercross. I'm so into it. She's like, oh yeah, I am too. Cause she's trying to earn my endearment, trying to make conversation. I could tell she was lying. So I was like, oh yeah, who's in the points lead? And she's like, well, like, I just enjoy watching it sometimes. I'm like, I got you. I got you. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, it's super sick. And then I continue the conversation. But it showed that I'm willing to be disagreeable with the girl and question her because I don't give a shit what she thinks of me. And when you do that, boys, it shows high value. And she actually got even more attracted to me than she already was because I was willing to question her. So all these things, again, you have to use them in moderation. You have to use them in the scope of withedness. Make sure your social intelligence dictates how much you use this. You don't want to look like a slob. You don't want to be disgusting. You want to run a tight battleship, but you can't be dependent on her recognizing that you're running a tight battleship. You don't care. It doesn't matter to you what she thinks. And we do this with those subtle things. There's a lot more guys and maybe it would warrant another podcast episode, but this episode is getting a little bit long. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. As I mentioned earlier, boys, Spotify is the absolute shit. And I'm not just saying that because they've helped me out so much in my business. I really do believe it. And you should go download it for free right now. And when you do, go check out some of my playlists, specifically Mark's Lift Heavy Ass Weights, which is what you listen to when you go work out. If that music doesn't suit you and you think it's too hard and you don't like all the screaming, I recommend you go ahead and stick your thumb in the waist of your pants. Pull those pants forward and check to see if there's a vagina in there. I'd also highly suggest listening to Mark's meditation playlist, which coincidentally, I'm going to do an episode on Thursday about why and how you meditate. This is so unbelievably important. I'm amazed I've never done an episode about meditation, but we are talking about it on Thursday because I had the most epic meditation this morning. And I was like, all right, that's a sign, man. 
time to do the meditation podcast. So even if you're not interested, you think it's ridiculous or anything like that, trust me, man, you want to listen to this because I'm going to make a lot of really good points about why it's so important. And you don't have to take an hour out of your day every day. You could do it as little as a few minutes right when you wake up, which I'm going to discuss on that episode. And boys, one last little tip for you, okay? In my podcast, I have to teach you about the mistakes that I've made in the past as well as occasionally in the present. Remember, boys, flies spread disease, so keep yours closed. All right, gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. Once again, stay tuned on Thursday. I got an awesome one dropping then, and I will see you in the next episode.